Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. Happy New Year, everybody. It is so good to welcome you to 2023. We are excited about 2023. And I just want, I hope you've had a great Christmas. I hope you've had a great time with family. We have, we've had amazing times. We've had challenges with the weather and all those kinds of things, but it's been amazing and so excited to get into 2023. I hope you're resting at home. I hope you're hanging out with family. I hope you had a great time last night ringing in the new year. And we're just going to have a great time this morning talking about looking back, the look back. And I'm very, very excited about that. But first, let me say this. We want to invite everybody, and we're asking everybody to show up on January the 8th for our vision day. It's going to be a great day of sharing the vision for 2023, the next steps for Journey, and what we anticipate God doing in this next year. It's going to be a year of challenge, of deep, deep heart uh, uh, challenge for us to walk with, like never before with Jesus. Like never before in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits, in everything, we're going to do everything we can to be like Jesus to this community, to our coworkers, to our friends, to our family, everybody. And God's going to do some amazing things. So you do not want to miss Vision Sunday, January the 8th, and we're going to have a great, great time. Well, with that said, let's ask the question, why should we look back? Why should we look back when we're wanting to move forward? Why should we look back when we need to see what's coming ahead. That's why we're having Vision Week next week, is because we believe that it's amazing to have a vision, a next step, a direction that God is leading us. And we've been praying about that and all that, all those sort of things. But if we don't look back, if we don't look back appropriately, then we are going to miss some opportunities. I know you guys are making resolutions. Um, I don't believe vision should be a resolution. I, sh- I, I believe vision should be a calling, a resolute uh, a part of who we are because Jesus is calling us to go in a certain direction. And um, I, I know that you and I are making resolutions. We're saying as of January 1, things are going to change. We're going to do things differently. Um, something new, something uh, to change in our hearts, in our minds, in our bodies, in our relationships, whatever that may be. Steps forward, our vision, our direction, all those things. I've made hundreds of resolutions over the years to eat less, to drink more, I mean, drink more water, um, exercise, more time with family, uh, read through the Bible, speak Spanish. I'm fluent in Spanish when it comes to food. Um, and grow hair. That's not happened. Um, messed up that resolution. I've never made that resolution, actually, um, to grow hair. But we often don't do something that can help change last. We often make these resolutions, and they fall off one or two months later, after the year has started. And by the end of the year, we're kind of discouraged and frustrated that we didn't meet that goal or go after that. And maybe some of you are like goal-centered and you're just crazy about goals and you've done amazing things. But let's look back for one reason. Looking back is sometimes as important as looking forward. Sometimes it's as important as seeing what has happened in the past can affect what happens in the future. We often miss some of the essential meaning of our past. We, we, so we better press into what does the past look like? What did we do this last year? I think there's several things that we need to pay attention to in our past. First, is there any unrepented of sin? Is there anything that's keeping us from moving forward 
in our relationship with God. Second, we lose sight of our past victories. We need to look back. There's an old, old song called Count Your Blessings, Name Them One by One. We've lost sight of that practice of counting our blessings, counting those things that has changed our lives, that has been an absolute blessing, the promotion or the healed relationship with someone, um, the opportunities to do something new or fresh. All those things were victories. We need to celebrate. And if you haven't taken the time to celebrate those victories in the past, then uh, you, you need to do that now. We want to not just forget our failures. If we just forget about them, will we learn from them? I think it's really important to look back and go, oh man, that was a mess. I made a mess of that thing. How did I do that? How can I fix it? How can it get better? Those are all the things that we want to take a look at when we're talking about this. And here's probably the most important reason to look back, is to create a baseline, a baseline of where we are today, where we are right now, and as we look back and we see where we are and where we've been and what we've come to, now we have a baseline to measure from for the future. Often too, too many of us don't look at where we are, where our baseline is, what our experiences got us to, what our failures got us to, what all the, even the unrepented sin has gotten us to and how we can fix that. And how are we going to know if we've moved forward? One of the most uh, powerful tools in any sport, in anything, is the scoreboard. Because it starts at zeros. And as soon as you see those numbers go forward, then you know how you're doing. And this is so important to have a baseline to understand what we, where we are at and where we are going. So with that said, let's read Judges chapter 2 verses 6 through 19. This is a really powerful passage of Scripture. It's a little bit long, but it, I think it's so good, and it's so important to understand this is what could happen to us if we don't look back, if we don't count our blessings, if we don't see what Jesus wants us to see so that we can move forward. Judges 2, verse 6 says this, After Joshua had dismissed the Israelites, they went to take possession of the land, each to their own inheritance. The people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and, and who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. See, they looked back. They had seen all the things that the Lord had done. And it kept them on track. It kept them on track. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. And they buried him in the land of his inheritance at Timnath, Harris, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of of Mount Gash. Verse 10, after the whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, after everybody who was with Joshua had passed away, another generation grew up who neither knew the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. What he had done. In other words, they did not know God. They did not know what he had done for them. They did not know how great God was. And that's because they forgot to look back. They didn't have someone helping them. Joshua was always helping them. The ancestors were always helping them. But at some point, the ancestors stopped telling the story, stopped looking back, and they moved forward without a baseline. They moved forward without something that told them that God is in control, that God is able to do amazing things. And as a result, they fell into evil. Verse 11 says, Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who had brought them out of Egypt. They followed and worshipped various gods of the peoples around them. They aroused the Lord's anger because they forsook him and served Baal and the Asterisks. 
in his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. You see, one of the most important things about realizing and looking back and saying, hey, there's unrepented sin in my life. There's things that I'm still doing that aren't pleasing to God. There are things that I've given my life to that aren't pleasing to him. These are, these are future stoppers. These are things that we will just keep repeating and repeating and repeating if we don't repent of our sin. That's exactly what the Israelites are experiencing here. They are captive to their past. Why? Because they have started sinning and they are not repenting of it. And as a result, they are getting uh, held back from moving forward in a relationship with God, moving forward in the possession of their land, and now they are being held captive. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, whom they were no longer able to resist. Whenever Israel went out to fight, the hand of the Lord was against them to defeat them, just as he had sworn to them. They were in great distress. Maybe you're in huge distress. Maybe you're stressed out today. Maybe you're going through stuff. And I'm not saying that all of our stress is related to our sin. But quite often, we are not doing the things that God wants us to do. We are not in the place where God wants us to be. And as a result, we are not able to move forward. Remember, sin is the future stopper. It's the one that keeps us from moving forward. And he sold them into, his, into the hands of their enemies. God is always going to allow our sin to hold us captive in, into something. We are always going to be bound to something. It's either going to be God or it's going to be something else. I choose God because if I choose God and I move forward, that's going to be a blessing. That's going to be an amazing experience. Otherwise, I'm going to be held captive by something else that's going to demand something from me that's not based on love, that's not based on a father who loves me, but based on something who wants for itself. And we are going to be used. Verse 16 says, Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. The beautiful thing about this is God does not let us stand in our sin. He'll never let us, us, our sin feel comfortable. But he'll, <coughs> he'll do everything he can, excuse me, to keep us from continuing to sin. So he's going to send somebody along to tell the truth. Whether it's a pastor, whether it's a friend, a mentor, a co-worker, whatever it may be, he's going to send somebody along. The Lord raised up judges. These judges were people who would come and remind the people of what, Jesus, what God had done in their life. They would remind them of what God is capable of doing, and then he would save them from the hands of their raiders. In other words, they would no longer feel that oppression as long as that judge was there to remind them to repent of their sin, to move forward, to keep a vision to keep a, a picture of what the future may hold for the Israelites and for us as well. I mean, God wants us to succeed. God wants us to move forward. God wants us to grow as individuals, as a family, as a church. He wants us to move forward, and we will as long as we continue to hear his voice, whether that's through a pastor, whether that's through a mentor, whether that's through just simply reading the word of God and letting it penetrate our hearts. It's powerful. It's powerful. Verse 17, yet they would not listen to their judges, but prostituted themselves to other gods and worshiped them. They quickly turned from the ways of their ancestors who had been obedient to the Lord's commands. You guys, I do not want us to be that generation. I do not want us to be a generation of people who forget what God has done, who has set back and, and not done anything to move forward. I believe with all my heart that we must 
follow the words of God. We must follow the path that he set before us. Next week when I, on, on Vision Sunday, we're going to hear what I believe God is speaking to me as, as, as pastor, to our team, and we're going to see some amazing things take place as we follow after God's plan for Journey Church Ventura. I'm super excited about that. But these guys gave it up. They gave it up. And the last passage here, verse 18, says, Whenever the Lord raised up a judge for them, he was the judge and saved them out of the hands of their enemies as long as the judge lived. There was always a redeemer. There was always somebody in their lives. For the Lord relented because of their groaning under those who oppressed and afflicted them. God wants us to let him know that we are feeling the pressure of our own mistakes, our own rebellion. And he wants to, to, to help us find our way and he will send someone our way as soon as we begin to cry out to him. As soon as we begin to cry out to him. The story doesn't end well in the book of Judges. But when the judge died, the people returned to ways even more corrupt than those of their ancestors, following other gods and serving and worshiping them. They refused to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. I believe on this New Year's Day that God is calling us to give up our stubborn ways, to give up our evil practices, to give up anything that is keeping us from moving forward. Because if we look back and we see anything back there that's keeping us from moving forward, we must abandon it. <clears throat> we must get rid of it. We must find someone who will tell us the truth and say, give up that sin, give up that, that, that thing that's keeping you from moving forward. Because I believe for all of us, God's desire for 2023, as is true for every single year, is that he wants us to move forward. He doesn't want us to make a resolution. He wants us to become a revolutionary part of what he wants to do in this community, in this world, to change this world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if we aren't prepared to do that and to meet the challenge, we will lose. We will lose. And I'm not going to let that happen not on my watch, not on the watch of this team. I know our team and our board is so excited for what God is, has in front of us. And I'm excited about what he, he wants for us. But if we don't look back and we don't repent of the sins and we don't find our baseline, if we don't look back, we're going to lose because that's the baseline from which we're going to move forward. And I'm very, very excited about that. The look back should include this. Your look back, my look back should include are there sins to repent of? Are there things in my life that I need to get rid of and that I need to turn away from to get out of the, this non-growth or this, this thing that's keeping me from growing in my relationship with God? Are there things back there? I believe there might be. And if there is, let's get rid of it. Let's get on our face before God and say, God, please forgive me. God, set me free from this. God, let me be alive instead of following this path that always takes me backwards. Are there wins to celebrate and failures to learn from? I believe there are things that you did right this last year that you need to celebrate. There are things that went right. There are things that, that experienced uh, uh, joy and peace and all those things because of the life that you were living and the beauty of, of what God brings it. And when we, when we find those wins, we need to celebrate them and have a good time. And we need to look at our failures and not just go, oh, that was a, a mistake, that was a, a bad thing. We need to learn from that so we don't repeat. So we don't repeat like the Israelites did. They kept going back after time after time, judge after judge. 
And each time a judge died, they'd go right back to where they were. Why? Because they weren't fully repentant of their sin. Do we have mentors or uh, someone that can keep us on track? That judge in, in the Israelites' life was critical to keeping the Israelites on track. Do we have anybody that's speaking into our lives the truth and helping us grow out of love? And lastly, what is the baseline? What is the baseline right now? Where are we at today? Because we don't want to be here to, at the end of 2023. We don't want to be talking about Jan on January 1 of 2024 uh, what, <clears throat> that we're in the same place we've always been. We want to move forward. We want to have that step away from the baseline. We want to go up. We want to grow in our relationship with God. We want to grow in our, our ability to do the great things for God. I believe God's calling us to a, a fresh and, and, and renewed power of uh, the Holy Spirit in our lives. And, and what that simply means is that the Holy Spirit wants to move through us to minister to people. And people are going to be the focus of 2023. I'm very, very excited about that. What is our baseline? Where are we at? Where are we going to launch from? Because it's this baseline that will help us know what kind of success we've seen over the next 12 months. And I want you to pray. God, give me a clear picture of where I'm at today. God, give me a clear picture of this, of this place I'm in. Because I don't want to be here next year. I want to be up here next year. And it's not about a hierarchy or anything like that. It's just growth. I want to be bigger in my faith muscles. I want to be bigger in my generosity and my tithing. I want to be bigger in my love for people. I want to be bigger in my ability to lead people to Jesus Christ who are far from God. I want to be bigger in the heartbeat of, of Jesus. I want to be bigger in walking in step with him every single day. You guys, I'm so excited because I believe with all my heart that if we look back appropriately, if we repent of the sin that we've uh, uh, not repented of, if we celebrate our wins and learn from our failures, if we get the right mentors in our life, if we understand where our baseline is, we have every opportunity to move forward. But we must look back and look back appropriately. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. I thank you so much that you care. I thank you so much that you love us. I thank you so much that you will never let us settle. You'll always want us to grow. You'll always want us to become more like you every single day. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would give us the strength, the courage, the, the, uh, the faith to look back and to look back and see our lives as they truly were. Lord, to, to admit that we've made mistakes and things that we still need to walk away from, repent of, to look at our wins, the things you gave us, the blessings that we count, and the failures that we learn from. Lord, help us to see it all. Help us to find those mentors, those people that we're speaking into our lives or, or need to speak into our lives so that we have accountability, so that we have truth coming into our hearts, so that someone is, is lovingly caring for us to grow in our relationship with, with you. Lord, I pray that you give us that baseline, that ability to understand where we're launching from so that we can see our growth by the end of the year. Lord, I pray for the power of your Holy Spirit to speak into us right now. And I thank you and I praise you for it as we look back and we give you everything, everything that you are speaking into our hearts about today. Lord, I pray that you help us to move forward. And we thank you and praise you for that. Lord, help us celebrate 2023 in a beautiful day 
We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. One last thing. If you're with us today and you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I simply want you to do this. I want you to pray this simple prayer. The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, he's our leader, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. So I want you to pray this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I made mistakes. I did things that separated me from you. And I pray that you would forgive me of those things, those sins that I've committed. And I accept that forgiveness. And Lord, I believe that you were raised from the dead. And I believe that that gives us promise for eternal life. I believe that you've defeated death, hell, and the grave. And today I have the promise to live with you forever. And I'm excited about that. And Lord, I commit to follow you for the rest of my life because you are my Lord and my leader. And I thank you and I praise you for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, you prayed the the best prayer you could ever pray. And all we ask is that you would hit that little connect button online and let us know that you accepted Christ today. And we will do everything we can to help you grow in your relationship with God. Well, Happy New Year. I'm super excited about looking back because we're going to move forward and we're going to see God do some great, great things in our lives. I love you. Karen and I love you so much. We are so privileged and blessed to be called pastors here at Journey Church Ventura. And we just want you to know we're with you. We're going to see great things happen in 2023. And we're believing with you that God is going to do miracles after miracle after miracle. And we believe that in Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.